Welcome everybody back to a kiss like yours. Am I supposed to hit anything else? No. Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. He has me controlling the panels oh, and buttons. Today. Lover is on the board today. I don't like it. <laughs> but hey. I'm happy to be back with everyone. Yes. We are excited to be back. We apologize for last week, but man. What a week it was. We were like, what podcast? <laughs> what what anything really i know that was that was rough um yeah so like we said lover is on the board this week i gotta i gotta transfer this stuff to you you know this is i know this, you just this whole idea piling stuff onto that mountain on my plate already hey we all have a mountain to climb and you know it keeps getting it doesn't get any easier no it doesn't but that's okay when I we want, first started help. when we first started the podcast this was your idea this yes. was your idea. Yes. It was so, my thought. You were the you were the muscle behind the brain. Yeah. So now that we kind of start both. Surprise, surprise. Good. Now that we're starting to get this thing going, I need you to step it up. I know. And I don't want to I because I hate You just hate learning things, but that's okay. You're out of your comfort zone. I am totally out of my comfort zone, but it's fine. I'm we're gonna roll with it and we're going to see how much we can grow. I'm right here to to help you. So if there's questions or whatever, we kind of got it figured out as far as like the technical piece. What do we need to do to get a podcast up and going so that somebody can listen? So right. And now we got that. We got that we got down. It down. We, so now we're trying to take it to the next level, which, which speaking of next level, we need you guys to continue to vote for us. Yeah. Because we need to stay in the know and in the zone here with the podcast magazine hot 50 right right we, we need didn't, people to see us we didn't make podcast magazine hot 50 for april so, so we need votes because you can vote every month they refresh their list every month yeah like we said before you know we don't we're not really asking for for cash from you guys we just want votes we just yep. want you guys to vote for us like you like we kind of mentioned you know we know we have the the elections coming up this year in November, but that's not the only time you get to vote. Every time you place your monetary hard earned cash towards a product, a product person, a service. service, whatever that is, that's your vote. That's your vote to keep those folks in business. So essentially. All so we need is a little bit of time. We just need you guys to head over to hot 50 podcast magazine forward slash hot 50 and put your vote in for a kiss like yours. Yep. And then it. and then just go, hey, we voted for you guys. We want, we love to hear from you guys. So definitely go over there and vote. So what's on your mind, Tuna? We got a lot to catch up on. We do. I, I think we're gonna go pretty much over this this week. Yeah, it's probably gonna be an episode plus one more. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's gonna be like an hour or what, but whatever it ends up being, ends up being. Yep. Because usually we try to we try to keep it to like 35, 30, 40, 40 minutes, minutes max. Mm -hmm. About a drive, you know, yeah. your drive time. But nobody's doing that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll some, get to that. Some, some, some. We'll get to that. So last week we had a family emergency. We ended up in the hospital for about two and a half days. Yeah, we were in the hospital for, for two and a half days. And we were battling at home. For about two days yeah. before we hit the hospital. So right. it was a very, very rough 
high anxiety, stressful week. week. So our daughter has asthma, and our littlest daughter, she had a little cough. So she had a little cough um, that lasted for about four days. Mm-hmm. And so she got better. But, of course, she passed that cough to my oldest daughter, who has asthma. So we said, okay, you know, she's got a cough, and, you know, it's no big deal. We, right, we have a little – oxi- well, I don't know what they call it. The oxy- Pulse oximeter. Yes, uh, something like that. Something like that. We butchered that right now. So all our nursing friends are really pissed. The but thing you put on your finger – yeah, it registers your pulse, oxygen. heart rate, and oxygen level. So we've got one of those just to monitor her her pulse ox, and we didn't like what we were seeing. So yeah. we were seeing some low numbers, mm-hmm. some really high heart rate mm-hmm. coming from obviously the medication, right? That we need to give her to help open up her airways. And we didn't have any steroid here because they don't offer that in a refill. So we had to go to the hospital to get a steroid, and we did. We got the steroid prescription. <laughs> The doctor saw her and said, okay, we'll give you a steroid prescription. They didn't want to let her in because obviously the COVID stuff. Right, because outside it looks like a scene from Outbreak right now. Anytime you go near any Dustin medical Hoffman, facility. Rene Russo, Dustin Hoffman, Morgan Freeman. Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, that's a good movie. Oh, I hate that movie. <laughs> I hate it even more now. <laughs> it was good. Hated it then. Hate it you more now. You hated that movie? Oh, my gosh. Why? I... Um, that was a good movie. A germaphobe. Yes. By nature. Uh, granted, I like science. I like learning. I mean, I was very interested and on the path to head to nursing school when I was younger. I like learning about this stuff, but I am still like, oh my God. Did you think Rene Russo was going to die? Shields up. Yeah, I thought she was. I totally thought she was. Anyway. She got the virus. Anyway. Anyway, so we end up getting some of that steroid from the hospital. We came back, we administered the steroid, and it helped a little, but it didn't uh, last very long. Right. It didn't last very long. So we were kind of worried about this. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't get her heart rate down. Right. And we couldn't get her to um, comfortably breathe. Yes. So labored breathing for a really long time. Mm -hmm. I would say a good three quarters of a day where her heart rates in like one seventies and you know, you're working out at that point. Right. So I felt like her at some point her body was just going to get tired. And mm-hmm. yeah. so we took her in to the ER mm-hmm. ER helped her out. ER helped her out, got her stabilized a little bit more, not so much from the heart rate, but from the labored breathing. Yes. So they administered a new, I don't want to say new, but a, a high dose. High, no, no, not so much high dose. Well, we found that out, but uh, more a quality nebulizer. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Yes. Okay. okay. So that more high quality nebulizer. Breathing treatment. Breathing treatment mm-hmm. broke down the molecules a little bit better and, and gave her more of the dosage that I think she needed. Okay. So it calmed her down some more. And then there was a fight. There was a fight between the ER doctor and the doctors over... Uh, at the, pedi- pediatrics. the pediatric ward, yeah, unit, whatever you call so it. So my ER doctor said, "Hey," and I'm not mentioning any names because it's just it's irrelevant. Uh, hey, we think that she needs to be admitted for observation. We like where she's going, but we don't want her to bounce back. If she if she bounces back or she reverts back to what she was, then you're just going to end up in the hospital again. So let's watch her for like a day, make mm-hmm. sure that she's okay, and then she can go home tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to. 
right? I don't, nobody wants their child admitted into the hospital. I don't want to do that. But I didn't express any of that opinion. I just said, okay, you know, I did ask. I said, what is it that she is showing you that w- tells you to admit her? And he kind of, he kind of was taken back by it because he was like, well, look at her. Do you, do you think she's ready to go home? I'm like, no, no, no. I'm, like, I'm, as, as you were telling me this, I was thinking the same thing in my mind. I'm like, you see how she's been the last two and a half days? What the hell makes you think she should be going home? That's not what I meant. All I meant well, was. Well, it came out wrong. I know. I, and that's my fault. I, and I said, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't, I, I didn't mean it that way. I'm just trying to educate myself as to what you're seeing that. But I don't know you, what you were seeing in the beginning that made you think in any way otherwise. Because there's the difference between knowing that she's labored breathing and knowing how she's labored breathing. So what they were showing me is how her stomach is retracting. Like you can see her ribs. Right. You can see like the, the top of her neck is mm-hmm. like, you mm-hmm. know, when you have... When yes. you're gasping for air, yes. the, the top of your neck mm-hmm. into your like your collarbone area sinks in. Mm-hmm. She was having a little bit of that. Obviously, it was getting better, but she was really like struggling. struggling. So he was educating me on the after signs. I told him that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's one thing for her to say, hey, dad, I can't breathe. Oh, yeah. Obviously, I can see you're having a hard time breathing. Mm-hmm. But it's another thing for me to look at what exactly are you paying attention to what are the signs what are the 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 key elements of her be her her body language is telling you you know that she needs to be admitted Mm -hmm. so he explained and then um he talks to the he's okay i'm going to talk to the pediatrics over there they'll transfer her by right they wanted to do a video conference well no he said we're going to transfer by ambulance Mm -hmm. So then the nurse comes over and says, hey, you know, the doctor's probably going to do like a video consultation. And then they'll say, "Okay, we're going to send her over to pediatrics. Right. And the reason why we have to send her over via ambulance is because the the hospital that we were at, they don't have they don't have a pediatrics ward at that hospital. Yes. We have to go to another hospital that has an actual pediatrics ward. So. The doctor comes in. And he kind of just like, oh, yeah, you know, she looks okay, you know. Um, I, I think she's okay to go home and like 180 degrees of what the other doctor said. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I'm a little confused, doctor, because we have the ER doctor that's saying, you know. Right. And what I like about the ER doctor, which I truly believe in, I mean, one, we are believers. So I had faith and I, we, I had everyone under the sun, you know praying for her and praying for her to be in the right hands and with the right people. I think one thing that that really helped and made our ER doctor an advocate for her was he said that he had asthma himself. Yeah, he had asthma. And he was also a dad. So I think, you know, he was obviously very concerned with what she was dealing with and felt, you know, very strongly that this was a situation where, it would be in her best interest to be observed. observed in a hospital setting just to make sure. Now, I understand right now, of course, the issue is who wants to really be in a hospital right now at this time. Right. And I believe that the pediatric doctor's that was part of concern, his concern yeah. was that they were treating COVID patients over there in the hospital where they wanted to send her. Right. So he also didn't want her, you know, exposed and in that setting as well. Right, right. So we understood that. And what I didn't like, though, is I asked him the same question. 
Uh, what are you looking at that makes sure that makes that makes you say makes you say send her home? And so he goes, oh, I can. She's like, a, she's at about a 20, 25 right now. And I'm like, what is that? Oh, that's her respiratory rate. Okay, well, how could you tell that by looking at her? And he kind of laughed at me because he's he's in a, he's in a video, right? And he's looking at this little image like if I was watching a a a, a, a Skype video or yeah. or like a FaceTime. Mm-hmm. And he's going, oh yeah, she's at about twenty five, you know. And I'm like, what are you, what are you looking at? Mm-hmm. And she has she has her gown on, right? So it's not like he can see her chest because mm-hmm. what the other doctor was saying. See how I can? Uh, she's retracting her her stomach. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't breathe normally like that, right? So the doctor was like, oh, I can see. I'm like, how do you look? And then he goes, oh, well, I went to school for you know for a long time to do that. And I'm like, okay, well, can I at least? I said, can I at least lift up her gown for you so you can see her breathing? Yeah, yeah. So I lift up her. He didn't even ask to do that. I'm the one that said, hey, right. dude. So lifted up the gown, and he's like, yeah, you know, she's she's struggling a little bit, but I think she's okay, you know, with mm-hmm. one more treatment. They had only done two at that point. Mm. So yeah, he Three said, oh, you have a number for yeah. their treatments. So, oh, she's only had two? Give her one more, and then she'll be okay. Mm-hmm. So we did. We gave her one more, mm-hmm. and then... um at the time we left, when we left with the pediatrics doctor, he said, I'm going to talk to the ER doctor and, you know, we'll probably, she'll probably be able to go home later tonight. Okay, cool. So now I'm kind of happy because he's saying one thing that I want to hear, right. right? Which is we get to go home and she's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I still have my concern that she's going to, you know, um, what do they call? Revert. Yeah. Regress. Regress. Thank you. So then the ER doctor comes back because, you know, obviously he has a different opinion. He wasn't happy. And so he's, I could hear him outside the room, like arguing with the pediatrics doctor. Mm -hmm. Going, hey, you know, you need to lower your voice and da 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 da. Don't talk to me that way. So they had already, they they had obviously been battling battling with with their opinion. Yep. And it's one thing to have an ER doctor who's physically there looking at her and taking care of her. Yes. As opposed to a guy that's just looking at a Skype video. Yes. So, and I don't want to, you know, blame Skype or anything. I think they're a great product, but it's hard for you to do that kind of assessment when you're not in the room. Yes. So I end up, Talking with the ER doctor again, he comes back in and with the pediatrics doctor, we're all on speakerphone, we're all talking and the, the ER doctor says, what do you think? What do you, you know, I said, look, I just want everybody on the same page because obviously you guys have had some difference of opinion here. I want everybody to, to agree what the best thing to do is going forward, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we hashed it out a little bit more in that room. Mm-hmm. And we all said, okay, so Let's the doctor says, she- let, let me see her again. So he brought in another pediatrics doctor. There's two doctors now w- looking at her in video. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, we lift her gown up so they can see her ribs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so I guess they start doing their counts. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the monitor now because now I know I asked them, like, what that respiratory rate is. Right. You know what they're I, looking for. Now I know what they're looking for. I'm counting myself the respiratory rate. So the, the nurse was like kind of educating me how to take a respiratory rate. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, good. I'm at like 35, you know? Mm-hmm. So 
the the doctor comes in. Says, yeah, she's she's okay. We'll we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and um and admit her. So that all that was you know six hours mm-hmm. from the time we got there to the time that we actually you know had a thumbs up from everybody. Right. Six hours. And the problem was she didn't get better. No, no, she didn't get better. She was just battling and battling. But she didn't get worse, but she wasn't getting better. So we end up getting into the ambulance. She did great in the ambulance. She was afraid. She didn't necessarily want to go into the ambulance, but she ended up doing it, obviously. And the ambulance guys were great. The AMR guys, they were awesome. So they were trying to distract her and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, make sure that she was okay because, you know, she's a she's a kid. She's a kid, yeah. Yeah, and she's not feeling well. Mm-hmm. So they get her in the ambulance, they get her into the hospital, we get her to the hospital, and we that's where we end up a whole other <laughs> level. Because now you have a different level of care, mm-hmm. right? Because you're out of the ER. Right. You have a different crew, a different time, because now it's like one in the morning. Mm-hmm. So we get to there in one in the morning, and because she has a fever, right, a slight fever, she was at like 99, mm-hmm. they treating everybody like they have COVID. Yes. So at this point, they do have whatever, what was that virus called in outbreak? I don't forgot what it was called. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the monkey virus, whatever <laughs> it was. Apparently, this one's from a bat, but... That's a whole other story. Yes. So we get there and the nurses don't want to come in the room. Right. Because. Because they're treating her presumptive COVID. Presumptive COVID and they have to gown up and they don't have a lot of supplies. Right. And this isn't just regular gown. This is full on the yes. the, the outer gown. They have to have the outer gown. The, the, the stuff over the, the, the head, hair. Like the lunch lady, yeah. you know, net, the except net. there's more. Yeah. The the mask. The mask. The regular mask that right. they wear. Then the face shield. Yes. And, and then, eye protection. Right. Eye protection. And gloves. Mm-hmm. And, and the shoes. And shoes. Yeah. Okay, so all that, right, just to come in the room. And, and look at her. Yeah, and just see, hey, how is she doing, right. you know. Hear her lungs, yes. you know, monitor her, all that good stuff. So, so they don't want to do that. Nope. So they came in. I never saw the nurse the, the whole night. I didn't see the nurse. The only time I saw the nurse is when I went over there and said, hey, she needs a breathing treatment. Can you come in and, and call the the um, the KT? The RT. The, the RT, sorry. The RT, respiratory therapist, and say, hey, we need a breathing treatment. So then the, the, the respiratory therapist, you know, is coming in. And, of course, she's taking her sweet time because my daughter's like, Dad, I can't breathe. Dad, I can't breathe. I and know. she comes in and goes, and she's hold upset. on, let me scan you first. Yeah. Deet, you know, deet. and then I said, okay, where's that other nebulizer that they had back in the ER? I want that one. Mm-hmm. You know, because. Yeah, because, of course, you know, the whole time. We knew the Elias other one didn't work. Terrified. Yes. She's not feeling well. Right. She wants to go home. And her heart rate just keeps getting higher and higher. Zoe, please. Yeah. Sorry. So. It's going to be a long, it's going to be a long episode. And we can't, we can't keep the, <laughs> the kids. Away. <laughs> occupied that long. So you might hear some background noise, but that's okay. So, I mean, what a night for you. Because. They should be rounding every two hours on her. When yeah. I was there with her, it's it's every two hours. These people were coming in, checking this, checking that, checking temperature, doing, you know, doing their stat. 
they were in there every two hours. So no. I know for you, I mean, that was just how awful. It was terrible. For it you. was terrible. And then, so they wouldn't even come into, like, she had a fever. So they didn't want to give her Tylenol. I had to give her the Tylenol. So they would prep the medication and they would crack the door open and then put the, the Tylenol mm-hmm. through the crack and say, here, give her this. Right. You know, and I'm like, okay, like, uh-huh. well, this is, I mean, I, I get it. I, I'm i kind of saying it in a negative way, but I get it. The nurses, they have to deal with a ton right now. Right. And, I, and I respect that. I was going to say, we, we understand. We are not bashing them. We understand where they were coming for, but being on the receiving end of that is extremely hurtful. Yeah. Because you want your child to get the pair that we pay. We pay for that every month. You're right. You know? Right. And so, I understand. I didn't complain. You know, I, I just did what I was told. And it was funny. One time, they she had to go to the restroom, and they mm-hmm. had her hooked up to IV. And they had her hooked up to all, the, you know, the vinyl, the vital monitors right, and that kind of right. thing. So they're like, oh, just unhook her and then, you know, take her, take in. her in. Well, I unhooked her IV, too. I didn't even know. <laughs> I wouldn't even know how to do that. But you just, just started unplugging shit. I, I unplugged her. Uh, <laughs> Her pulse ox. I unplugged all her. Was she leaking IV fluids all over the floor? No, it wasn't like that. But it like I unhooked it at the wrong spot is what it was. Okay. Okay. So it kind of started to bleed through. So they had to get me a new clean hose. So then she had to gown up anyway. Right. To come in and take care of that. So if she would have done came in in the first place and showed you what to do. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, so rough. So rough. So you had, you had a very long day. It was. Into it was. The, a, into the next. Into the wee hours. Um, I think I slept like an hour and a half, two hours, something right, like that. Right. That's about how much I slept when I was there. Yeah. So we went to, I went to about five o'clock the next day. And um, we were hoping that she was going to be released the next day, but we just yeah. couldn't get past the threshold of her not needing a breathing treatment. Um, every four hours. Well, they were doing them every two and a half. I know, but and then we we're saying the threshold. The threshold was four, four hours, yeah. right? So by the time you got there, so now I'm like, okay, we need to switch because I haven't slept, and she was crying for you. She really missed you. She really missed Zoe. Yeah. Um, so she wanted to see you. So I said, okay, well let's let's switch. You stay tonight, and I will go home. So I ended up, you know, calling you and say, okay, let's switch. So we can't. You came down about five. And then I, um, by that time, they had they had tested her for, you know, all the flu viruses and the COVID and all that. So all those results came back negative. So she didn't have COVID. She didn't have any of the other viruses that they popularly that they test, test for. for. Correct. So by the time you got there, everyone's like, oh, yeah, let's take care of Elia. You yeah. know, they're like, cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. meanwhile, we were lepers. <laughs> yeah, you know? I know. I know. And oh, my gosh, I have to say, I am I am so grateful that you were there to carry that load for us because I was a mess. I mean, I had already been it, it was already a bad week for me because I was I was caring for Zoe, who yeah. wasn't well, who I had right. to be up with. In the middle of the night, you know, not sleeping, propping her up, all that good stuff. Yeah. Then when Elias started in, it was the same thing. I was up with her, checking her oxygen. She's not breathing, administering breathing treatment, you know. So yeah. I was already, I already had a, a full week of that. Right. And then when this hit, I was like, I, I need you to go in the ER. Like, I need you to do this. Yeah. I am about to break because yeah. I was in the car, a sobbing mess. Right. You know, just yeah. crying out crying out for relief 
right. you know, praying for comfort for her, praying for the right people to be, to be taking care of her. And it, I was just, I was just an emotional wreck. So thankfully I was able to get, I probably got in, I would say a, like a four hour nap. Yeah. Um, while, while you were with her, uh, Saturday, I don't, I, I don't even know the days. I want to say it was Saturday night into Sunday morning. Yeah. Um, because then when I went to go relieve you and, and it's crazy because they have these lines, you mm -hmm. know, outside the medical building, they have these lines and you know, you have to, you have to be standing in a line in order for a nurse to receive you to go in, to even tell them what you want. Um, so they had two lines where, where we were. One line was for those who needed to access the pharmacy and another line was for those that were going to be visitors. So when I first went to go relieve you, and then this was the really crappy thing, they only let one person in the room at the time. So right. I, they wouldn't let me up while you were still in there. They right. wanted to see that you were downstairs before they would allow my runner to take me upstairs. So yeah. we were like, we don't want to leave our kid alone, you yeah. know, but they weren't she having, sleeping, they though. weren't having any of that. So thank God she was asleep and didn't know. Um, but you and I wanted to talk, so they wouldn't let us talk in the lobby. We had to leave the building so that you could tell me what was going on. Right. So I needed to leave the building after going through everything that I went through to get inside. So then you're leaving, and then I am now heading to go back inside. So there is this long line outside for those who are trying to access the pharmacy. So I walk up to the visitor side, and some guy yells at me from the back, Hey, lady! The line's over, so the line starts over here, or can't you see? So then I turned around and I said, that side's for the pharmacy, and this side over here is for those who are visiting, or can't you read? <laughs> and then I walked up <laughs> and got back inside. <laughs> Man. So I'm like, my kids up there alone, don't start with me, I will take you out. <laughs> yeah, at that point, you're just like. At that point, I was just a shaking mess. So I got in there with her and, um, we did good. We hit the threshold. Um, but they, they, you know, it was already late in the day and I think they really wanted to watch her through one more night because yeah. the nights really got rough and, and she did have a, she did have a spell in the evening, which I think is so interesting how the body tends to react a little differently in the evening. I know we have like a daytime energy and a nighttime energy, um, so that was rough. We did yeah. we did have a little bit of a rougher go than I would have liked, but she still did good. We had a great team. I was very thankful. You know, they they <laughs> they knew she was negative at this point, so they were they were able Taking to come really in. Taking good care of her now. <laughs> they were able to come in. I I felt. I know we were talking a little bit that you're, you know, I don't want to say excited, but relieved that I was there to 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 help oh, for a little God. while so but relieved so relieved i felt terrible leaving that, that that was i think that was worse for me because i had been there with her you know all night and i and was and i have to say i was very scared about coming in because i didn't know what i was going to come into and the mm -hmm. fact that like you had been there from the beginning i kind of wanted you to just like see it through because you knew what was happening you know yeah. And I felt like I'm going to come in here and I'm not going to know like what's going on. I'm not going to know like what to push for. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I felt like totally clueless. Yeah. So 
I I felt terrible leaving. I felt like such a jerk for leaving. I didn't want her to wake up and be like, hey, where's dad? How come he left? You know, but at the same time, they were only going to let one of us in at, 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 at a time. And, and you had already, you were already up for more than 24 hours, yeah. you know, battling this. Right. And you needed a break. And I didn't want you to have another night in a hospital room, you know, Trying stuck to- sitting up because I, I maybe slept maybe an hour uh, throughout the whole night, like, you know, a little like 15, 20 minute nap yeah, or so because naps. I was just, I was just shaking. I was crying. I was scared. I was nervous. I was praying. I was trying to keep everybody updated, Yeah, you know, and thankfully I had my brother like, you know, on the phone with me and was talking to me. We were both kind of night owls. Right. So I didn't, you know, feel as alone and I could express some of the things I was going through. And I knew you were at home with Zoe passed out because I had sent you a message and, and you, you didn't, didn't respond. So I'm like, oh, they crashed, which yeah. I was happy for because I know you needed it. Yeah. But then at the same time, I was like, well, I was, I'm alone. But I wasn't because, you know, my brother was keeping me company and I was watching Friends, which I hadn't seen in forever. So I was so thankful that that was on to help like take my mind away something that I actually enjoyed on TV was on and making me laugh. Yeah. I was really happy for that. But I mean, even talking about it right now, I'm, I'm choking up because it was tough. You know, it was tough. I, I, um, I definitely broke after I I broke because, you know, I didn't want her to see me. I didn't want Aliyah to see me, you know, concerned. You know, yep, I had yep. to, I had to be poker too. face mm-hmm. on the inside. I'm freaking out. Yep. But, you know, while I'm there, she cannot see me mm-hmm. scared, scared, crying. Yes. You know, worried. she can't worried. It, it cannot be seen at all, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Right. right? And, and maybe that's just kind of like the, the guy in me, like the, the machismo piece. But I really felt like if I showed any of that right now, that uh, it just would make things worse because mm-hmm. I know how she is when we, we do get sad or whatever. She's mm-hmm. very caring, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, I didn't want her to cry and me to cry at the same time. It just would not be uh, good. So I held a lot of that back until after, until, you know, I got home. Mm-hmm. Um, even my mom was like, how are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm good. You know, just, yeah. I'm tired. I'm very tired. I haven't slept. And so, my mom came in and watched Zoe for, you know, about another hour so I can come home and shower. So mm-hmm. I shower, I it just, <laughs> you know, all the, all, and it was funny because you were asking me, I think a couple of days before that, or like, what, you, what is your breaking point? I've never seen you break like that. Mm-hmm. You were asking me and mm-hmm. I'm like, well, typically my answer to that was, Typically, I don't have time to break. I don't have time to feel what's going on. I just have time to to put my effort into fixing what's going on or to keep my wits so that the solution comes out, not the emotion. Because you're going to make decisions sometimes based on your emotion. But when you can, when you can control those emotions you can my opinion make better decisions right some actions are driven by your emotions so you know if you're in a in a fight or flight 
type of situation, that stuff kicks in. And sometimes you, you know, you get these emotion, these adrenaline rushes that, that help and enhanced that fight or flight. Yes. But in this particular situation where it's not so much a life or death of, of myself, it's, it's more on my kid where she's having, she can't breathe. When your kid's telling you, I can't breathe, right. they cannot breathe. Yes. So yes. I needed to just internalize that. And, um, I generally do, but I usually make it through, you know, with, with, not really having too much of an emotional attachment to what's going on. Whereas this time it just got, it was for so long and it was yes. so intense yes. that I couldn't, you know, I just couldn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hit that point a bunch of times, you know, I'm sitting here, you know, crying with Zoe. I was, you know, crying in the shower. I was yep. crying in the morning. Yep. It, it just was just an emotional like dump. Yes. You know, and I think a little bit of that is during the times when things are good, during the times when everything is, I want to say, quote unquote, fine, is not the time for you to relax. It's the time for you to build the armor. It's the it's time for you to put the effort into, we talk a lot about effort mm-hmm. on here on this podcast, but it's it's 100% true. You talk to uh, John Maxwell, success is intentional, right. you know, development, growth is intentional. When you're trying to get stronger with something, mm-hmm. you can't get stronger not lifting weights. You right. have to intentionally lift the weight. So I'm a big believer that mentally, emotionally, when you work on those things, you get stronger, you get better. So during those these downtimes where everything is fine, I I do. I intentionally work on things to make me more positive, to make me stronger mentally so that when the tough times come, there's another great book, Tough Times Don't Last But Tough People Do. Mm-hmm. When the tough times come, it doesn't impact you as much as somebody that has that is more of a weakness for. Right. So Right. Yeah, that, that's true. And I know when I was in the hospital, I mean, of course, I after we got home, I was still crying and shaking for a good two days after the fact, just sporadically, you know, looking at her. I'm seeing her. Once we got home, her demeanor really, really changed. I mean, she was she was good when they released her, still, you know, kind of little battles, and I still saw her a little weak, and, you know, I thought, oh, this is going to be rough when we get home still, you know, but once we were able to walk in the door, it was like total shift for her. She was home. She was happy, you know. Yeah. Fever was gone. Appetite started coming back, you know, didn't need the breathing treatments like right. everything changed. Yeah. But at that point, your emotions are are already. Oh, so I was. Far all, yeah, I was going to say I was already so far gone. Like I said, I was all just crying and shaking and still in disbelief, you know, of, of everything that had that had taken place and worried that we were going to, you know, turn left at any time and head right back all, you know, all of those things. And what really, what really kept me even was our faith, Yeah, you know, and knowing that, that we serve a greater God and we serve a merciful God and that he has a plan, 
you know, that every, every yeah, journey we take, I understand that. you know, we're going to be, we're going to be carried through. And it's scary. It is completely scary because I also felt like in the times that are good, I have been doing everything I possibly can in any way to help her, to strengthen her immunity, to boost her up, you know, yeah, chiropractor visits, that. supplements, diet, but exercise, what about you? Like but what about all you? of it. But what about you? Well, I was talking about how I, I was feeling, I, you know, like I've been doing everything I possibly can for her and it didn't feel enough. So I was feeling like a failure as a mom. Yeah. N- no, I, I, I'm talking about what about you, though? What about what apart? Like, for instance, we know what if she, she didn't have what you have been doing? She, she would have been worse. I agree. OK, so because she did have what you did, she's has the biggest armor that she can. But what about you? You don't have that armor because you've been putting the effort into her. Right. So when stuff like this happens, when the lows happen, and if the, the and if you're at a high spot right now, enjoy it. But understand that in some capacity, the lows, you know, it's an ebb and flow life. Right. The lows are coming. Mm-hmm. And so what so, are you doing? I'm talking to you specifically. The, the, what are you doing to help you with that armor? Because you are a very, very emotional person. Right. And you freak out over the littlest things become, you can make mountains out of molehills. So, you okay, know. Okay, but that doesn't mean that I can't get by them. I mean. It's very, it's much more difficult for you to get by them than I. <laughs> well, that, like, I'm just more a, emotional. A thousand times and difficult. I, sh- I share it more. And I understand that. One of the things that, that I like to help that carries me through is I, I do enjoy exercising and being outside. Being outside, fresh air. You need to do more of that. Helps then. me a ton. Exercising helps. I just, I don't get to do that. I haven't had the chance to do that in peace, I feel like, in forever. So. In peace is no, not a word that parents have. Yeah, I know. That's the so. problem. So it's One been, it's been hard for me to be able to work on those things, but I know I do need it. Yeah. Because I feel like a bubbling mess. So one thing that I do want to just say that we, I want to thank you for, you know, we did that together. Uh, even though in the room, I felt like it was just me. Mm-hmm. I know you were at home taking care of the other one. Um, so right. there's comfort in that. Yes. And I'm, and I'm sure you felt the same when we switched. Yes. But we were in constant contact through, you know, our phones. So that was nice. Yes. I love that. But it's definitely... A tough time. Um, I would, I guess the whole theme is that, you know, from an emotional perspective, if you're going through the, the good times, that the, that the tough times are coming. And there are ways that you can help yourself. There's another book called No Limits. That's a great book um, to build your capacity in not just this emotional arena, but, you know, work play and, and all this stuff it's a great book go ahead and pick that up not a sponsor but just a good book so you know i just want to thank you for working with me with that instead of against me i don't think we really had like an argument during that time um so we were on the same page yeah we really that helped us out we really were united and yeah. that was huge because our babies needed that from us so all man, right so we are we are glad to be home uh another thing that happened that we didn't really um get to touch on uh hello it was elias fifth birthday i know 
I and know. we didn't get to talk about that last week, you know, yes. kind of like what we did and how we changed things up. But it wasn't the party that we had planned for her, <laughs> of course. We're not but, allowed. But We're not allowed to have parties. I think it turned out fantastic. It was cool. It was cool. I think we need to do a little time. bit more. Yeah. <laughs> given the given the time zone that we're in now. <laughs> we just did whatever she wanted. Look, we, 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 we decorated, if you didn't see it on social media, but we decorated with balloons and streamers and you know, we said it was her birthday, had some cake and sang and we did whatever she wanted. But um I wanna get to some other stuff too. But uh, the the idea being that we celebrated for her birthday and then we're gonna do a bigger celebration for her birthday when we're able to to be together again we just want to be a family again (laughs) um so i think too that we hadn't had a party for her since her first birthday because we wanted to wait for her fifth birthday and then her fifth birthday came and we couldn't have a party then either right so we're just gonna hold off but we'll get it in i want to i want to move on a little bit because there's a lot of people right now that are working from home Mm mm-hmm or not working. Okay. Yeah. So I wanted we want I know you wanted to talk about working from home a little bit for myself. Right. And, you know, some of the things that we're doing that's different mm-hmm. while we're working at home. So I didn't have a I didn't have a desk. Um We already we talked about that. Yeah. So that was time, one. How how you made the desk. So we talked because yeah. when the last time we recorded was week one of you being at home. Yeah. So and I made the desk. We are now entering week four. four. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I did. I made the desk, and then uh, that put me into a little bit better mode. Because mm-hmm. at back then, when I was talking about it, the last episode, I didn't have like a work home mode. Mode. Yes. <coughs> so now I think it's it's starting. Uh, did you cough? I coughed. COVID. Shh. Spray the Lysol. I didn't have like this the switch that I used to have. I'm mm-hmm. starting to get that now. I'm starting to get the switch okay. at home of the work and the not work. But um, the thing that I like about working from home is the drive <laughs> or lack thereof. I love it. I, every time we talk about this, I get so happy. Why? Because I love that you don't leave anymore. I love it. But see, I'm, I am here, but I'm not here. But you're not here. No, you're not available to us. Right. But I just like knowing that you're there. Like, if something freaks me out or if I hear a noise, I can run back there and be like, did you hear that? I'm not by myself trying to round up the kids and figure out where the gun is. It actually worked really <laughs> well. In, in, yeah. uh, it actually worked really well in this particular case with taking her to the hospital because you were you came in and were like, oh, I think we need to go. Yeah, you're like, yeah. Uh, we got to go now. Yeah. Whereas and before, I, right. I would be like by myself, have to wrangle Zoe, call your mom, meet yeah. me over there, you know? like. Yeah. <sighs> so that was kind of... I don't want to say a convenient thing, but it was definitely a. It was a plus. It was a plus to have me here. The the bad thing though, I do miss driving. I can't believe I miss driving to work. Like I miss getting in my car and going to work. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, like it's weird. Like I just want to. I, I just because I think my, it's because you like I driving up your for car. Gas. I just filled up on gas. Right. For the first time in yeah, and like for going on four weeks yes, and even at that I wasn't out. I was like less than a quarter of a tank, mm-hmm. so I still had gas. But right. I figured, hey, I'm out. Um, yeah, just let me just do let it. me just let me do it because every need it. time I get in your car to go somewhere, you leave me with the light on, and it drives me up the wall. Yeah. So thanks for filling up your gas tank. 
So, so you I, miss driving to I work. I do miss driving from work. I okay. don't like so much the the Skype meetings like all day. Mm-hmm. That That's rough because I, I have my headphones on or my... Um, your ear, my uh, ear your earphones in. Yeah. So it's like, I can't do this all day. It, it and, and the ones I have are battery, so they're wireless. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it runs out of battery. <laughs> like literally runs out of battery when you're on it for, you know, eight hours straight. Right. So I ended up going wired. I ended up having my podcast set up outside. Oh my goodness. I have, the, I have a mic. Mm-hmm. I have this mic that you're listening to right now with the headphones, just like if we're recording a podcast. But you're actually, you know, I'm on Skype like okay. that. Because it's wired and I don't have to worry about the battery. The downside of that is I can't get up and stretch because, you know, I can't hear anything. <laughs> so I'm sitting on my ass. So, yeah, I mean, it's it, there's some goods and bads. Uh, I do miss my, uh, my buds mm-hmm. at work. Mm-hmm. I do miss that. I do miss the interaction. I miss the easiness of going and, you know, hey, let me just go over to so-and-so's desk and ask a question. So... That's that's another kind of negative. Another positive is that one we're saving money, we're saving time, we're saving what you think? I think. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm talking like gas. Yeah, I know, you know but I'm like gas. I'm, I'm you know. bored, so I'm retail therapy. Online <laughs> shopping, Carters.com isn't closed. I can tell you that. <laughs> I know we have like mounds of Amazon boxes. <laughs> Looks like a warehouse back there. Um, and then we have also the thing that I was talking about too was the just the interaction with you know people laughing, you know, mm-hmm. messing around talking smack then and then at the next the next second you're you know talking serious business talk so yeah you can still do that yeah it's a little different though when you're looking at a screen yeah yeah my buddy my buddy stood up the other day he had his camera on and he stood up with his with his uh like they're his pj pants no they weren't (laughs) pj pants they were just like like basketball shorts okay right which is fine yeah but he has the whitest legs So I said, whoa, I said, sit down, yeah, sit down right now. <laughs> There's no need that is inappropriate. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's good and it's bad. I think I could eventually get used to it mm-hmm. and I'm sure our company will we'll probably go much more remote than we normally were before this. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we're going to go completely remote. I don't think we're going to go completely back to the way it was. Right. And it's going to be there's somewhere gonna in be the middle. There's going to be a hybrid. Yeah, there's right. definitely going to be a hybrid, which is good because now I can be home a little bit more. Yeah, I, li- I love the fact that, I mean, now our days are longer, so we get more more daylight. But it's like, you know, when you're done, you're done. And you walk five steps and it's like, oh, dad's here. And we can prepare stuff together and we get more time with you before the end of the day. It's and also very tempting to go back there, though. Sometimes you can come in and, um, you know, you can have lunch with us or sometimes we can have breakfast with you, depending on how your schedule is for the day. You know, we usually get you for like another an extra meal, which we wouldn't have before. The girls you're know lunch? you're there. That sucks, though, because then they want me they don't want me to work and then I have to leave at lunch to go back. 
Yeah, but it's okay because we get you for a little bit of time. And then other times, like you're just working and they just peek in there and they oh, go yeah. in there and they're messing around or you can open up the garage door and see them play and just like, just be a part of the day a little more is fantastic. And, and they do get really sad when you would leave to work. So now when they wake up and they're like, oh, where's Dada? I'm like, he's back there. Go say hi. Yeah. And they can. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So all of that has been fantastic. So I definitely hope that you get to stay home a little more. Plus, I'm like, this is great this is great for your car and my car we're gonna get a little bit extra life out of them yeah and also too we've been eating a lot better because you know we have our Vern's meal prep that's coming yep and so at lunch you just pop in a, I, I've been literally getting 15 minutes for lunch so I pop in a Vern's meal prep heat it up and I go back and shove that right in my mouth really quick mm -hmm. and go back to work back so to work you are we've been eating a lot better as opposed to going out for lunch or yeah, I forget you my lunch. Do, you'd forget your lunch and go out, or you'd pick up bad uh, breakfast on the way in. Yeah, because so I'm because I'm late or something. You know, the so. only thing we need to do is get over that threshold and actually start exercising and lifting a little more, more consistently. Yeah. Yes, because I get that's my problem. I get out there and I get on the bike. Yeah, I like it, but yeah. it's too cold because it shoots cold air at you, and I don't like that. So I like the rower, but I haven't I haven't been able to use it. You haven't been able to, you just haven't done it. I haven't it. done it. Yeah, that's what I wanted to hear. You know, you're in meetings, you're in meetings, can't disturb you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's my excuse. All right, we're going to wrap up with um, the segment called You Are So Rude. <laughs> I just named it. This you is my so favorite rude. segment. I am so rude. Okay, why don't you go ahead and uh, and preface this a little bit. So For those who don't know me that well because there's plenty that that know me well enough so i go to home depot <laughs> to try and get some we, we've been working on the girls room so repainting i'm gonna you know make we a couple of things the, we tore out the carpet yep so the the new floors down all that stuff it's 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 been there we're doing some repairs to it small minor repairs but there's hardwood floor underneath the carpet so we pulled the carpet and we're just going to repaint and, you know, redecorate, the, reorganize, that kind of deal. Yes. So I go to Home Depot to get some supplies. I'm gone for maybe about an hour because Home Depot ended up being closed. It was closed early. Lowe's was open, so I went to Lowe's. I picked up some, some spackle to patch the walls. I picked up some texture to help, you know, with the patching, blend it in. I picked up some color samples like those paper samples you okay. know right free i was in the the store itself for like maybe maybe 10 minutes maybe so i was out of my i was in my car the whole time i was in lows for 10 minutes didn't talk to nobody all i did was self checkout and i did my thing okay come back mm -hmm. and the, the girls are excited to hear me so they go dad's here yeah dad's here and so they're coming they're coming to run over to to hug me like they normally do when i get in the house right miss rudeness over here says give dad space puts her arms up in the air and says give dad space i block them from going near him yes i do that pissed me off so hard because she thought now there's a virus all over my body and I cannot touch the kids right now. You wanted me to go 
wash my clothes and take a shower. Yes, I did. So, I asked you to take off your clothes and put them in the washer and go to the shower. And you didn't either. You did none of it. No. You didn't take off your clothes. I you went didn't. and I hugged you. Yes. That's what I did. Yeah. Just to piss you off. You rubbed the Rona on me. Yes. I make no apologies for my behavior. We just got out of the hospital no. with our daughter battling some other virus. This that was could... before that. This no. was before that. No, it was not before. We were we were just home. This is, it couldn't possibly be before you went. We tore up the carpet before we went to the hospital. You did this after we were home. We had just gotten, we mm. were home from the hospital for a day and a half and you went to go do this stuff so we could finish up the project that we started before we went to the hospital. Oh. I will make zero apologies for asking you to do that because it doesn't hurt you any. It's take rude. off your clothes and take a shower. What will hurt you more is if something comes into our home, make contact with our daughter, something that all, we already know is I can't control a that. struggle to fight and causes severe respiratory issues to our child who already deals with respiratory issues on a regular <laughs> why would you take the effing chance but you don't care so no i don't apologize i don't apologize <laughs> no. call me whatever you want no. i don't apologize doesn't matter because you didn't do it you no. didn't do it anyway so no. that's fine because if we have to go back to the hospital you're going no no i i don't believe that that's how it works I well, that's believe, what I believe. That's I what believe happens in my mind. That you stay in your car, you go outside for 10 minutes to get a couple of things, and you come back completely infected. Somebody could have sneezed right in the aisle that you walked in that could be asymptomatic okay. and could be a spreader. You could have walked right into it. It could have got on your clothes. You could have your daughter. Shoulda. The droplets could get on her. She breathes it in. Bam. Now we coulda, have virus. Shoulda. Now we have virus I, I have not. I am not living living my life in that kind of fear. It's not or fear. That, yes, why, it is. Like, why you're, can't you're you afraid. just be preventative? Yeah, I'm afraid of her getting sick. But what does it hurt you to take those little extra steps to be preventative? It doesn't hurt you at all. It benefits everyone. But no. you refuse to do it because I'm asking you and you think because I'm crazy. Because you're being ridiculous. Because you were being ridiculous. You're it's being one ridiculous. Thing, it's one thing to be to be preventative it's one thing to be careful it's one thing to how, be how are how is the things i asked you to do not preventative and not careful no they're overly you're being overboard you're being ridiculous you're going your your thought process is as soon as i leave my house covid so now every time you leave this house every time you leave this i'm talking like the backyard no one's you been need in to come our in. backyard. It doesn't matter. Somebody could have sneezed. It could have, the air could have brushed over the fence and gone through. These things last, what, 14 days on, on, on a surface? Over the fence. It could have went over the fence and got on the, the something around, and it just could have been that time. You see how ridiculous that sounds? Now you're just making fun no, of me. No, I'm not fine. making fun of you. This That's is fine. how ridiculous you sound. Every time you drop, you, you go out of the house, you need to come back and get naked and get in the shower. I don't see the problem with that. I really don't. It's, it's completely unnecessary. Be right there, Storm. Give me a minute. We are being hailed. It's completely unnecessary. So I got pissed off. Fine. So that's, that's my, that that's, an my that's my you're so rude segment for this week. You're well, so rude. Well, it's not going to be the end of the you're so rude segment. And tell everybody right now, don't come to my house. Don't don't expect me to open the door. I don't want you to come in and bring me anything. You're so rude. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, I think we should, 
we should have like a you're so rude segment for things that we hear or you know what i mean like <laughs> for things that people have it's done. not it's not like you personally are so rude I'm, right it's I'm, just we're this just is, talking this is about what it i right heard now. that is so rude yeah. yeah we should say like hey you're so rude and, and, then, and maybe our listeners wouldn't qualify that as me being rude to you maybe they would just qualify maybe. that as hey, i took it I'm, as you're I'm so being, rude i'm being preventative so we'll see if we get any any comment chi- any chimes in comment if you think that that was rude or not about who's the bad guy in you're this so scenario. rude and what's going to happen if everyone says why couldn't you just do that why wouldn't you do everything possible to take these measures to make sure you or your daughter don't get sick and what because if they turn if, it around on you then are you going to take off your clothes and could jump in the shower now no because it's ridiculous oh, i would have to do oh. that for every single time whether it's covid or it's not covid i'd have to do that every single time i come back from outside of this house. Well, I wouldn't mind seeing you walk in the door and disrobe, to be honest. But that's just that's if just I my went outside to, to barbecue a piece of chicken. Oh yes, especially please when you do the fire pit. Oh my god, you turned on the fire pit the other day, and I slept next to you, and you were in the shirt. I was dying. I knew I couldn't ask you to take it off because I knew you were gonna bite my head off. But oh my god, it reeked so no, bad. No, that like part smoke. I'm. That okay, that that I'm okay with. If you I tell me you if I smell get, it, smoke. I thought you were gonna get mad at me. So it's, I didn't it's when say you tell anything. me I I have COVID. Didn't say anything and I, I sucked it up. No, it, it's it's when you tell me I have COVID. I didn't from say, going outside. I didn't say I didn't accuse you of having yes, it. You I do. accuse everybody else in the outside yeah. world of having it. So just be preventative when you come here. No, but I walked according to you. I walked into it, so that means I have it. So take off all your clothes and go wash them. <laughs> Ridiculous. I don't see what's so wrong with that. It's completely ridiculous and we it's have, rude. You have asthma. Your daughter has asthma. I don't understand why. I've had why the flu you, before. Why you wouldn't take just a little single step up, just that little extra measure, just to be on the safe side? But no, you think I'm batshit crazy. That's, you're so. neurotic and you're a germaphobe and you're crazy. Well, you married me, so whose fault is that? It's my fault. <laughs> Divorce. See you later. Bye. <laughs> Don't say that. I'm cutting that part out. That's not even funny. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm in charge of editing, so all of a sudden it's going to get real quiet and they're just going to hear you laugh. Well, you're probably not, you're probably going to edit this whole section out. <laughs> I'm so rude. If you have a, if you have a, I'm so, or that's so rude, share, or you're so rude. Share with us your, your rude. Share with us your corona, rude stories. Corona moment. It doesn't even have to be Corona. It's just a you're so rude moment. <laughs> where you, we're like... Maybe you didn't tell that person you're so rude, but like in your mind, you're like, but I you're think, so rude. I think in light of the whole of uh, light of the, the virus and the quarantine situation that it's bringing out, it's bringing out more. So I, I think it should be that you're so rude in light of this, but whatever, I, I, I whatever, get it. I get whatever it. it needs you, to do. You think I'm rude in general overall with my germophobia in many, no, many ways. So. No, I think you're fine. I think, you know, you're, you're extra in that regard. But I don't, you've never got it to a rude moment. That was your only <laughs> rude moment where I'm like, like, where, where I shielded you, the kids from you and yes. told you to change and go shower. Yes. <laughs> that was so freaking rude. So rude. All right. Ah, uh, well. We're going to wrap it up. There you have it. It was a rough one. I we feel. We survived. We're all here. Thank but God. we want to thank you guys for accept, accepting our apologies for not for last week. And, and tuning into our story. Yes. So we got some kids that are crying. One that uh, needs some assistance. <laughs> needs Let's some bathroom say. assistance. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that All I right. hope that made it on the mics. 
All right. Duty calls. Duty calls. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Thanks for making us a part of your day.